From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 392 for the week of January 18th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. On Tuesday, we help Amy and her niece Darby plan their upcoming, upcoming Southern California vacation. And the ladies show returns with a chat about how they plan their trips. But coming up now, it's time for this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. How was everyone's week? Don't ask how mine busy. was. Busy. <laughs> busy as always. And I want you to know I am sitting here wearing, proudly wearing, my limited edition commemorative. I went to Disneyland and all I got was the measles t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have my Olaf hat on. Keep my head warm. <laughs> Uh, I, I understand that you're only allowed to wear it in the house, right? What, the Olaf hat? Yes. Yes. Well, and I've also heard that that is now the pres- the prescription for solving the measles issue. If you've seen the commercials down here about <laughs> go to Frozen Fun, if you stay in for 30 minutes, the measles mm-hmm. will be cured. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. Uh, we'll talk about more about measles in a little bit. Uh, any housekeeping? I have some. Go ahead, Michael. Well, folks might remember when I spoke last year about the San Francisco Presidio Trust turning down George Lucas's plans for an art museum near the Walt Disney Family Museum. And then Lucas announced his museum would be built in Chicago, which Mm -hmm. is his wife's hometown. Well, because they gave him more money or something. Yeah, and they gave him land and, and, uh, and, well, it has not (laughs) been without controversy. So George Lucas said this past Friday that complications in his plan to build his <laughs> Lucas Museum of Narrative Art on the Chicago Lakefront may put Los Angeles back in the running. Oh, wow. Yay! Yeah, yeah. so in November, an environmental group, Friends of the Parks, filed suit against the museum in federal court, saying it would disrupt the ecosystem of the lakefront area. So if Lucas's Chicago plans fall through, he says, he has his eye on other locations, including Los Angeles. So Lucas said on Friday, the advantage Los Angeles has that it's on the USC campus, and I don't have to go through all the rigmarole of years and years of trying to get past everything. That's an advantage because I do want to get it done in my lifetime. <laughs> I say it's been, what, a couple of years he's been working on it's, this thing? It's been years. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the Presidio Trust really sort of led him around and, and made him, you know, uh-huh. go through hoops and everything. So perhaps George Lucas, you know, might still have to build his museum in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, so that's the latest. So I'll keep you posted. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Um, just wanted to mention that we are going to be learning more about the 60th at a news conference coming up on January 28th. Mm-hmm. So that's, and you know, um, there's going to be... Uh, Press has been invited, but then there was also a a Disney Parks blog 
you know, meetup thing where people could go. So I will be there on the 28th. It's the evening of the 28th. Um, I think the press, the, the I'm, I'm, I'd have to look and see when the actual press, press event is, but I think it's around eight o'clock that night or seven or eight o'clock that night. So I will, we'll, I'll mention that next week just so you can, um, watch for the, watch for the updates. Uh, it will be, we will be checking out Frozen Fun, which I'm sure everybody's already seen, but then they're moving, they, uh, Disneyland closes at six that night. And so then the rest of the event is at, in town square. So should be interesting. Um, hopefully we get some information on the fireworks. Has anybody heard the latest rumor about the fireworks? No. Do tell. Ooh. Okay. So you know how we have uh, Tinkerbell and Dumbo. The, mm-hmm. latest, the latest rumor for who will be flying? Oh no! It's Olaf. No. <laughs> Better. Um, Aladdin and Jasmine on a magic carpet. Really? Wow. Yes. Really? Yeah, I wonder how they're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there? well, I mean, it should be pretty easy to do. I mean, they d- well, they do it in the, in the, yeah, uh, but just, you know, Aladdin show. Yeah, but that's only 30, but it's, 30 it's still 40 the same high. carriage. Same, same carriage, yeah. yeah I mean, it's still the same type of carriage. Yeah, I'm just thinking, though, coming down from the Matterhorn and making sure that it's balanced. Yeah. <laughs> in the wind. In the wind. In the, yes. <laughs> well, they can use more, more supports that far away, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so I wonder if will Tinkerbell still fly? You know how she flies and then Dumbo flies. I wonder I, I if it'll can, be. I can't. A... Ima- I can't imagine them getting rid of Tinkerbell. Yeah. I don't know, but when Steve, I even Steve Davison wouldn't pull that. When I was reading the Disney blog, I think Aaron said that Tinkerbell would not be flying. Well, Tinkerbell's not flying in Fantasy in the Sky. Right. Okay, so maybe I'm thinking of Fantasy in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, again, keep keep an eye on our on the the boards and stuff, and I will let you know next week what time the actual press announcement is. And then be sure to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Follow Diz on on Facebook and Twitter. Will you be we'll, twittering live from will, the event? I, I will. Yes. Ooh, that'll be fun. So, uh, speaking of uh, Facebook, don't forget to like our new Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition Facebook page. Different from the Diz Unplugged page, um, all of our updates and things like that are going there now. So if you're not liking us on Facebook, you may be missing something. I have a question, Tom. How do people find – how would people find our page? Uh, It is in the show notes. It's I have a link in our show notes page to that. Um, Because sometimes it takes – I I go to my likes to find it. So Yeah. And I think uh, there may be a link on the Disunplug page as well, the Disunplug Facebook page as well. Um, oh, you know what? I, I forgot to mention. You know, um, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but Coasting for Kids—that's June 7th of this year. You should put it on your calendar. You mean people don't have it on their calendar already? I I can't imagine why they wouldn't. But you know. oh my gosh, I thought that was like <laughs> they did that last year. Exactly. I hope all of you have it on your calendar. Because it's not just Southern California. And it's not Florida, but, you know, still. Um, there are Cedar Fair parks all across the country. Lots of excited people in Pennsylvania getting ready to ride. I'd love to see some people 
at Cedar Point in Ohio. Um, again, there's 11 different parks, so maybe we need maybe Michael encourage some people to come up your area. Yeah, Great America <coughs> yeah, is the Cedar so, Fair Park. Yep, definitely. So raise some money for a good cause, and it's a it's a fun event. I'm going to keep harping on that for another five months. Uh, any other housekeeping? If you're not listening live, like the rest of these people are, I'm looking at their names. I see you. I see. I'm feeling like romper room. Uh, <laughs> I won't name names. Uh, like us on Mixler. It's M I X L R dot dash dash dash. It's a big old long name. So just go to our show notes page. We'll have a link, to, and I keep posting it on our Facebook page as well. Um, you can listen there on the Facebook page, but you won't be able to chat unless you go to the actual Mixler.com and, and like us there. Then you can chat with the people live during the show. Um, anything else? If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com. Uh, links to anything we talk about, including our Facebook page and our Mixler account, is at www.disunplugged.com. I am recovering from a cold, so I'm going to take a drink. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, any other housekeeping? Nope. Okay, good. Let's talk about our poll results. So we asked, how long you are willing to wait? This is Tony's question. So, Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah thanks. How long <laughs> are you willing to wait in line at a counter service location at the Disneyland Resort? Uh so we really didn't discuss it. What what are you guys' feelings on this, Tony? You since you started this, hmm. How long uh, are you willing to wait? Well, I'm a a pass hole, so <laughs> I don't yes. want to wait at all. Oh my gosh! Well, oh, I didn't make that up, but um, no, yeah, no. Obviously, I'm the kind of I don't want to wait more than. I guess okay, if it's no, ice so cream, me, fifteen let me, minutes. Let me, give, let me give you the let me give you the choices. Okay. Uh, no more than five minutes. Up to ten minutes. Up to twenty minutes. Up to thirty minutes. As long as it takes. I would say, ooh, because I went to Starbucks the other day and it was like, no, I'm not waiting that long. For mm-hmm. ice cream, I would wait 20 minutes. Okay. So 20. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Marjo? I consider counter service for regular food as well as snacks. So I put up to 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, Michael? I, I was the same as Mary Jo. I, I said up to 20 minutes because okay. I think I've done that like at Hungry Bear Restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, for a snack, I don't know that I'd wait that long, but for Plaza Inn or, or a lunch or something like that, I might. Yeah. I wouldn't wait 20 minutes for a Dole Whip. No. no, no. <laughs> How about you, Nancy? Um, I'm also a 20 minute girl. Okay. And that's pretty much the average wait I've found at Jolly Holiday, it seems like. <laughs> I've never had that long of a wait at Jolly Holiday. Of course, I go on off times. I don't, I don't usually eat meals there. I'm just getting snacks and things like that. Uh, okay, so the results are in, let's see, I would say 90, over 97% of people won't wait more than 20 minutes. Uh, we have nine percent of people that are really pay- impatient and won't wait more than no more than five minutes. Sixty-eight um, percent will wait up to ten minutes, and twenty twenty and a half percent will wait up to twenty minutes. So, like I said, total that up, it's like ninety-seven 
97.7% will wait up to 20 minutes for counter service. And nobody, like, nobody is going to wait up to 30 or as long as it takes. So, Disneyland, take that. (laughs) All right. Oh, and our winner that we still haven't figured out what we're giving you. Um, We'll give you the measles. We'll send you the measles. Oh, Um, my gosh. (laughs) Send send him him a a shirt like what you're wearing. Uh. <laughs> or what Michael's wearing. Uh, yes, exactly. The show of my back. Uh, no, you don't want a Fresno State Bulldog shirt. Uh, and you're not getting my Olaf hat. The winner is Holly Wilhelm. So congratulations, Yay, Holly. Holly. We'll, I'll contact Yay. you and get you on the list and we'll, we'll get something out to you, even if it is, what did I say, an expired Radio Springs Racers Fast Pass. All right, time for this week's news. A couple things in this week's news, including a new Run Disney race, Tony, right? Yes, that I missed because I wasn't feeling well. But they got my – it's good because – They got your – Now I can write it off as a donation, right? (laughs) For 2015, my first donation. Okay, well, (laughs) more than 12,200 runners participated in their first Star Wars Half Marathon. Uh, they were among the 23,000 people to come together in this Star Wars themed running weekend, which included a kids race to 5k and a 10k over the four days. Nicholas Arseniaga, 31 of Flagstaff, Arizona, came in first with a time of one hour, wow, eight minutes, 13 seconds. Jason Ooh. Riff, 43 of Oskosh, Wisconsin, finished second with a time of one hour, 10 minutes, 56 seconds. Well, that's a pretty big gap. Anyways. Two in minutes. Southern California, you can't even drive it for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and uh, Jason Abrego, 23, of Corpus Christi, Christi, Texas, was third with an hour, 14 minutes, 49 seconds. Jennifer Barry, 34, of Denver, was the first woman across the finish line in a little in one hour, 22 minutes, 34 seconds. Slacker. Carla McAllister, 22, of San Clemente, was in second with one hour, <laughs> 25 minutes, 32 seconds. Kelly Nickerson, 27, of Albuquerque, New Mexico, was in third with a time of one hour, 27 minutes, and three seconds. Nice. That's and it. And I've, I've been seeing pictures all over Twitter and all over Facebook. It looks like a fun time. looks like it was well done. So, Can we commend Luella and her husband you for see those such yeah. kick-butt costumes? He was on a tauntaun. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had an inflatable tauntaun. It was very cool. I, I tried to get her to to come on and talk about it today, but you know she's she's kind of tired. She, yes, exactly. It's called tired. So maybe we'll get we'll get her on in, in a week or so and and let her tell us all about it. Uh, so uh, another thing that's in the news, we have an update on the orca situation at SeaWorld, right? Yes, I like how you say that orca situation. Uh, yes, orca situation, 2015. Don't. And then a big shamu splash, and then the. The, the words come out. Well, a bill in the California legislature to ban killer whale shows at SeaWorld San Diego tabled last year for further study will not be introduced, reintroduced this year. Okay. So the bill's author, Assemblyman Richard Bloom, Democrat of Santa Monica, confirmed that he will not reintroduce the bill while the issue of orcas in captivity was being studied. Interesting. Um, yes, interesting. I, I think Who's there's paying some, for the study. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Bloom's bill would have prohibited the use of orcas for performance or entertainment purposes and require SeaWorld to return its orcas to the wild where possible. In April, last April, 2014, an assembly committee sent the bill for interim study. No date was set for it to be completed. Uh, the panel's action didn't require a vote, thus sparring, um, sparing, not sparring, it's different vowel sound, <laughs> thus sparing committee members from, even though sparring committee members would have been awesome. <laughs> that would um, have been way more yes, fun. Yeah, exactly. Sparing committee members from choosing between SeaWorld and the animal rights activists. And, um, uh, assembly speaker, Tony Atkins, who's a Democrat from San Diego, um, I'm sure had something to do with this because, SeaWorld's a major factor in the region's tourism economy. Mm-hmm. The bill was supported by PETA, of course, and um, recent, And PETA said that the group was pleased that the study ordered by the Assembly Committee was continuing and looked f- looking forward to the bill returning in 2016. And, of course, the head of PETA couldn't be that positive. No. This is a failing business, and there is no – I like this. This is a good plan of words – and there is no future for marine mammal abusement parks in any state. Wow. I think that's like, I'm really impressed. Yes. I love the term. Anytime I'm disappointed at, <laughs> at, at Disneyland, I'm going to refer to it as an abusement, an park. abusement park. When I'm waiting in line <laughs> for 21 minutes at Jolly Holiday, you're going to hear the loud. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I think I should. Anyways. All right. Well, actually, wait. Related, related. I got to bring that back to Nancy because remember we talked about we had that big argument a while ago about whether SeaWorld's going to eventually die and all that stuff. They've laid they laid off a bunch of employees. Wow. Like I think three hundred eleven. So, just saying. In a way, that's really sad. No, it is sad, but I think that's the direction. That was their anniversary in twenty fourteen, and we missed it. Was it? I don't know, because they were doing all the new construction and the new entrance. All that got done. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. Thanks for that update. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to be the (laughs) resident expert on SeaWorld. Well, you're the only one that reports on it. San Diego. Well, that's because (laughs) it's San Diego and it's it's my hometown. Come on, Cronkite. You got it covered. (laughs) Isn't one of the the reasons, though, this bill's not progressing? Because our it's either our new state secretary... Uh, um, Senate or President Pro Temp or something is from San Diego. Right. That's the Atkins guy, right? Yeah, that's what, yeah. And so yeah. that's what, yeah, I just, I kind of just mentioned that. I don't mean that yeah, well, rudely, I, but I, I didn't think you, I didn't hear you say what his new oh, position was. Oh, no, I th- okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he's a, a speaker? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm cool. sure that's, yeah. Again, it yeah. always comes down to money. Mm-hmm. And votes. Yeah, well, we're all political on this show. Yeah, weird. All right, uh, let's move on to something that's continuing, and that's the measles outbreak at the Disneyland Resort. Do you have an update on that, Tom? Uh, yes, I do. Cool. So, it's now spreading beyond people who contracted the disease at the theme park. Great. Uh, and there are now... Stay home, people. There are now 51 confirmed cases. Last week, it was... Wasn't it 26? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so if we just keep multiplying, we'll all have it soon. It, they sh- Tony, do you have like the location? Or is it basically um, Southern California? Yeah. I'm gonna, or- yeah. Let, I'll look, I'm going to. It moves somewhere yeah. else. Too, three other, other three other states and Mexico uh, said the reports of the new indica- cases indicate the measles outbreak will continue to spread. Health officials had hoped to contain it to the Disneyland visitors who are at the park between 17th and the 20th. Um, when it spread from a single infected person or an ill family. 
But Orange County, at least, is now reporting six new cases of measles involving people who did not visit the Anaheim attraction. State officials said there were two more such cases in Ventura County, just to the north, and Alameda County, which is the Bay Area, Oakland. So you got to watch out there, Michael. It's headed your way. The um, Orange County Health Officer Eric Handler warned that students who have not been vaccinated for measles may be – may, I thought they were – but may be excluded from attending school or daycare to prevent the further spread of the disease. And one of the, a person who may have been contagious was at a local high school. There are now 16 confirmed measles cases in Orange County with San Diego, with San Diego County, where there are 10 confirmed cases. The second hardest hit also affected are the counties of Los Angeles with eight, Alameda with four, Ventura with three, Riverside with two, and San Bernardino with two for a total of 45 measles cases in California. The six other cases are one resident of Colorado, two of Utah, two in Washington State, and one in Mexico. I kind of feel like, you know, in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original one, where they have the big map and you start putting in the where the golden tickets were found. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's, that was I know that was a stretch, but that's what I was imagining. Um, a, I'm sad. A 22-month-old unvaccinated girl who visited Disneyland between December 16th and 18th was a child from Mexico. So... That's the latest, and I'm sure we're going to get more. So, well, I I believe I on the last report I heard about it. Um, they said that if you were at Disneyland during that period, your contagion period the the chance of you if you haven't gotten it by now, your contagion period is over because three over three weeks have passed. Phew. So you're. You don't have to panic or worry that you're all of a sudden going to show up with measles. Can I carry it even if I was vaccinated? No. Okay, cool. Just asking. If you're vaccinated, you're done. Well, yeah, and what's I mean, happening now, too, is because of the, you know, I, and I think it's probably because of the, how the internet, we get a lot more news spread around and stuff and and people get scared so we're getting questions now people who are afraid to go to disneyland because of the measles outbreak we have a thread on the board where um someone kids 518 says others are telling us to cancel our trip because the measles outbreak and it's just not happening on the Diz. a friend of mine from work asked me the other day and she was really concerned you know should i not go to disneyland because of the measles and I told her, this happened back in December. They don't still have germs um, nope. from that trip at Disneyland. And I think one of the best things that we can do is, besides eating healthy to keep our bodies strong, is we have to wash our hands and keep our hands from uh, uh, the face. Because, you know, not only are the measles, but you have the flu going around and other things. Mm-hmm. And y- with some precautions... You can get it anywhere. It's not just going to be Disneyland. It could be at the supermarket. It could be anywhere. And if you read some of the things people tell you, um, we're all going to put wrap ourselves in bubble wrap. And, you you know, that's just not realistic. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Mary Jo. That will be enough of news. Yay. Time for rapid fire. Uh, let's start with Tony. Okay. Start with me. I'm not supposed to be <laughs> clicking on anything. Usually I'm not the first one because I just did the news, but that's okay. I'm not used to a pattern or anything. But you know what I'm going to tell you about? I'm going to tell you about the Discovery Cube. 
Okay. That Nan- the yes, that I, Where is that the I beat cube? Nancy at again. I saw it. I keep driving by it on my way home. I'm like, ooh, there's a rapid fire. I don't even have to research anything on the internet except the very night that we're recording it. I don't have it up. So um, they're doing there's- a cool Lego thing. And it's called the Lego Travel Adventure. It's the Discovery Cube of Orange County. And it's, we, I think we said it's like 10 minutes down the five. And it just opened. So you have from now until May 10th, 2015. So I know that there's people that come due to the Disneyland thing and then go to do Legoland. Well, you could also do this too if your kids are crazy with the Legos. So what you get to do is embark on a travel adventure with Lego at the Discovery Cube, Orange County. You can go anywhere over land, sea, and air by creating extraordinary vehicles to take you where you want to go. To go on a travel adventure to exotic locations, you need to think creatively, plan, and build vehicles to move through all types of terrain, including mountains, oceans, jungles, and deserts. So here's what you get to do in this hands-on exhibit. Create vehicles of all shapes and sizes that will drive, fly, or float. Suit up as a... Okay, I might want to do this myself if I get to dress up as a Lego guy. Suit up as a pilot, ship captain, or race car driver. Check out a display of vehicles made from Lego blick, blicks. That's that their third. That's their new their new block. Lego blicks. Lego bricks. Yeah, they're 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 small enough that you can the children will choke on them. That's the. That's I, I thought you were being serious. No. I was I was getting ready to get. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta get some blicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they taste like candy. I, I'm surprised they're legal in the United States. They're really small. You can choke on them, but they taste really good. Anyway, Do they come like, in chocolate-covered like eggs, Tony? Like yeah. Ghirardelli's yeah. flick. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They're, I think they're joint cross-promoting it. Um, <laughs> but it's bad because in, the, de- in the, the warm sun, the, the blicks melt. So anyways, you can build a vehicle with pop- pieces from popular Lego sets Take a photo with a kid-sized race car made from Lego Duplo blocks. Take the travel challenge to build a virtual Lego vehicle that will travel through lava, swamps, rivers, and oceans. Virtual. Uh, Virtual. Um, View creations by Lego master builders, including recreations of the driving of the Gold Spike and the Transcontinental Railroad, the building of the first Model T, and the Wright Brothers flight at Kitty Hawk. So it's a hands-on, so thick. But more science, more science based. And is that learning. included or an extra ticket? It know? looks like it's included for what I see. It is, yeah. All of those are included, Very and cool. it's actually produced by the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. So obviously, it's a it's a tour of some sort, or it moves around. But it's going to be there till May tenth. So if you've got Lego fiend, fiendish kids, and you're going to go to Legoland, you might want to do this too. Or if you don't want to go to Legoland, maybe you can convince them this is close enough. This is Legoland. Yeah, this is a this is better than Legoland. <laughs> Legoland moved to Santa Ana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's a great thing to do with the kids. You know, let's say you're you're flying into Disneyland that day, and you're not going to go to the parks. Yes, yep. that's a great outing. True. It's close. Or Easy a fun cab ride if you don't have a, a vehicle. Yeah. You could take a taxi. I think it's close enough that it would be worth the cost of a taxi. Yeah, I think if we were, if I was mistaken, it was like six to eight miles away yeah. at the most. Yeah, it's just a few, few exits. Yep. It wouldn't stop me from going. All right. Very cool. Thank you, Tony. Nancy. Okay. Well, I did some, uh, some research and... I'm going to be That's something hanging new out for at you. the Disney. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're going to be hanging so, out. So, sorry, so. go ahead. We're going to be hanging out at the at a Disneyland for Valentine's Day weekend Aww. since it's also President's Day weekend. And it occurred to me that I hadn't made Valentine's Day dinner reservations. 
Actually, no. Oh, okay. Um, even though the Napa is all sold out yeah. for their special Valentine's meal, I haven't... I gotta admit, I forgot to call Steakhouse 55 today to see if theirs was uh, sold out. But I called Catal. And Catal is once again having their special Valentine's menu. They're usually easy to get into, right? Yeah. In fact, they have... I When I talked to them today, they said they had... Uh, Pretty much reservations all evening. Okay. I love Catal. And they have indoor and outdoor seating. So, I'm... It, the menu sounds really, really fun. It's got... Um, you can choose two different... Um, two different menus. A three-course or a four-course. Now, it's served from 5 to 11 p.m. The three-course is $55. The four-course is $70 per person. You get your choice of um, four appetizers in the first course, from lobster bisque to salad to house-made buttermilk ricotta cheese with baby beets and arugula and stuff. Um, the second course, which is optional, has some really cool things like duck sausage, homemade harissa duck sausage with farro and fennel apple slaw, uh, seared diver scallops with cream parsnips, spring peas, frisee, um, vanilla oil, bacon powder, and crispy parsnip curls, or wild foraged mushroom risotto. So, um, and then entrees, fish, Market fish, crispy skin chicken, Colorado lamb sirloin, petit filet mignon, and gumbo, um, and jumbo golf shrimp, not gumbo golf shrimp. shrimp. That's something different (laughs) entirely. It's like the Blix. And hand rolled, (laughs) and hand rolled cavatelli pasta with a lamb bolognese. And dessert, strawberries and cream, vanilla sphere, strawberry consomme, um, chocolate namaleka. Which is a devil's food cake, roasted griots, which I did not look up. Um, so I have no idea what griots are. Um, and vanilla panna cotta with a pineapple champagne gelée and shortbread crumble. And they've even got some special uh, cocktails. Kiss from a rose, yellow chartreuse, silver tequila, honey syrup, lemon juice, and muddled raspberries. Yum. That one sounds good. The Brandy Bronca is interesting. It's Fernet Bronca, Brandy Tuaca, which is one of my favorite Ooh, and, um, aperitifs. Oh. Yeah, Tuaca. It's, um, it's like vanilla. No. no. Tuaca is, I love it with apple cider. Okay. It's just got this really nice little, I don't know. Anyway. It's hard anyway, to explain. Okay. Uh, cherry Hearing, not Herring, but Hearing, Bundabun Ginger Beer. And lime juice. That's too and many the, ingredients. I'll make you sick. The Bull d'Amour, Aperol, Prosecco, orange juice, lemon juice, simple syrup, and egg white. They sound really very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but you can make your reservations by calling the restaurant uh, directly. And then while I was at it, I went to check to see if Tortilla Joe's and Naples had um, had valentine's menus and they didn't but i did find this really cool thing that's happening at naples during january and february they have basically a painting night okay so you know how we talk about doing gingerbread houses over jazz kitchen well this is unleash your inner michelangelo sip on a beverage of your choice while creating your very own masterpiece 
Swing by before your inner artist is unleashed and dine on delicious thin crust pizza and Italian regional specialties. Now, the food doesn't come with, but a beverage does. It lasts about two hours. Paint night is painting only. Food and beverages are additional. So, okay, never mind the sip on a beverage that was written kind of funky in their ad. And if you have 10 or more in your party and would like to set up a group dinner before painting class, call the restaurant directly. But this is January 6th, January 13th, which have already gone by. The next ones are coming up February 3rd, February 10th. So if anybody actually has gone to the January ones, give us a holler. Let us know how what it was like. But how fun would that be to make your own souvenir that you brought home from Disneyland? I think that's really a great idea. That That is getting so popular now, or it is popular mm-hmm. events. So I'm happy to see that the Disneyland Resort is including Jumping this. Jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, they already have the dueling pianos at the Jazz Kitchen. And now they're yeah. having Paint the Night. Or whatever. I'm sorry, I didn't catch the name, but paint, paint, uh, night. paint night. Paint, paint the night. night is something paint different night. entirely. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> they're having paint night at Naples, and th- that just sounds so much fun. Now, the one restaurant that I can't find anything yet, and I'm shocked that they don't have anything up, is Jazz Kitchen, because usually they have all kinds of special menus for Mother's Day, Father's Day. So I'm going to have to call them directly to see what's up with that. Just didn't have time today, but there are Valentine's options available still. If you forgot your 60 days out and Napa Rose, 60 days out. Mm-hmm. Steakhouse 60 Steakhouse 55, 60 days yeah. out. Everything's 60 days out now. All right, thank you Nancy. I will go next. This is for the Disney collectors in our audience. The Disneyana Michael, listen. Okay. The Disneyana mm-hmm. Fan Club's Disneyana Collectible Expo will take place on Sunday, February 15th, 2015, at the Wyndham Anaheim Garden Grove, which is kind of redundant, or an oxymoron. There we go, oxymoron. Uh, the Wyndham Anaheim, which is in Garden Grove, which is actually what used to be the Crown Plaza. Uh, the expo will run from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, or each day. It's only one day. We'll run from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Admission is only $6. Um, if you go to their website, you can download a coupon that'll save you a dollar, but it's kind of a cool event if you're interested in collectibles and things like that that the Disneyana Fan Club puts on. Uh, go to the Disneyana Fan Club's website and check out some of the events they do. Uh, some of them are very, very cool. So, um, Mary Jo. Well, for the planners among our listeners, it's time to mark your calendars for the 7th Annual Orange County Restaurant Week. This week, it's going to be held the first week in March from March 1st through the 7th. And there's over 100 restaurants participating. And this year, five of those restaurants are at the Disneyland Resort. And they include Steakhouse 55, Catal, Naples, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, and Tortilla Joe's. And I looked at the website. If you look, if you go to the website that shows the participating restaurants, what I thought was really cool is if you go in over there and you um, highlight participating restaurants, you see $10 lunch, $15 lunch, because they have prefix uh, menus. So they have the different um, price lunches and also dinners, and it goes up to $50. The only restaurant that does have its menu right now is Steakhouse 55, and their prefix has uh, 
lots an of, appetizer. Lots of yummy stuff. Lots of yummy stuff. I'm not going to go through everything, but I do see that they've got the filet mignon, prime rib, their um, onion soup, and some other things that are really good. And if you'd like to do wine pairing with these dinners, um, it's an additional $35. And actually, I- They also have on that website, they have tips and suggestions, what to do. And, you know, each year, this is a really popular um, event that they have in Orange County. So if you want to eat at the Disneyland Resort or at the neighboring, the Medieval Times is in- included this year as well as some other ones. And Tom, you were going to say something. Oh, I put the put the event up on our events page on the Diz, and I put the Steakhouse Fifty Five menu. So if you wanted to look at the Steakhouse Fifty Five menu, it is there. I'll put a link to that in the show notes page. Yeah, and as as we get closer, the other restaurants will include their menus too. So this is definitely one of the websites that I think people should um, keep looking at. And like Nancy said, reservations are sixty days in advance. So, yep. Um, also, uh, over at Garden Walk, Fire and Ice is on the list. Yeah, Ooh. I saw that. I thought that yeah. was really cool. So, Fire and Lice, also Morton's Steakhouse. Fire and Lice? But- Ooh, be careful with that. Mort- Mort- I didn't see Morton's. Is that in- that's in Garden Grove, huh? Right, but it's okay. down the street. Yeah. It's, it's- yeah. I didn't look at Garden Grove. I just did that. I'm and not sure what's over kind by of- uh, Nosbury Farm, Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor is also oh. on. So, that's now's your chance to go check mm-hmm. it out. Mm hmm. I haven't been a feral since high school. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's loud in there, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael. Okay. Well, the Walt Disney Family Museum had a couple of exciting announcements this past week. The International Animated Film Society of Hollywood will be honoring the Walt Disney Family Museum at the 42nd Annie Awards with a special achievement award for its unique and significant impact on the art and industry of animation. So Ron Miller, Walt Disney's son-in-law and the president of the Walt Disney Family Museum's Board of Directors, will be attending the awards ceremony to receive the honor. Um, The Annie Awards ceremony will take place at UCLA's Royce Hall on Saturday, January 31st. And you can view the Annie Awards online, and we'll have a link to that in our show notes so you can see Mr. Miller receive that award. Also, the uh, museum's special exhibition, All Aboard, A Celebration of Walt's Trains, has been extended to run through March 15th, 2015. So guests now have extra time to check out more than 200 artifacts, first-hand accounts, archival videos, images, and model trains running throughout the show. Celebrate the origin of Walt Disney's passion for trains, which developed long before manifesting itself in Disney short short cartoons, feature films at Disney parks and resorts, and in Walt's personal life at home. So for more information about the show, we'll have contact information for the museum in our show notes. I've seen the show. Uh, If you are a, a fan of trains or a fan of Disney trains, this is worth the trip to the museum. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. That's a pretty easy email address or email uh, website anyway. Was it Walt Disney at or Walt Disney yep. dot org? Walt Disney dot org. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, not that we don't want you to go to our <laughs> uh, show notes page. Uh, this one's for Mary Jo. Uh, is Fire and Lice next door to the new trendy night spot mumps and measles? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That's bad. That's, uh, well, it wasn't me. I'm just quoting. All right. Uh, <laughs> and I think this week's poll will be uh, 
relating to measles and asking people whether or not that affects if and when they make a trip to the Disneyland Resort. So I'll put together a question on that, and that will go up on our new Facebook page. Uh, be sure to find that on uh, in our show notes page. We'll have a link directly to our Facebook page. And remember, I didn't mention this at the beginning. Our shows are now coming out on Monday our, our, on iTunes, our new show out on Monday, and our segments out on Tuesdays. So you will find them on Mondays and Tuesdays instead of all on Thursdays. Uh, I had intended to put the show notes page up a little earlier. It didn't make it this week because I have been under the weather and you were lucky to get a show on time. Uh, actually, you got the show early because I needed to get it done and go to bed. But again, I will try to get the, the iTunes feed will go, will be up by the time you wake up on Monday. Uh, the show notes page will go up sometime on Monday and then the two segments will be up by the time we wake up on Tuesday. So. Hope you enjoyed our show. Anything else anybody needs to mention? Good. Okay, cool. Yay. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs>